Hello everyone, welcome back to I Say Rejoice. I am so excited to be here today and so thankful to be back. Um, I had the honor of introducing our special guest today. Um, this is my best friend. She's been my best friend since we were in kindergarten. And I think so, yeah. Um, I am just so honored and blessed to have her on here. Um, Lauren Bloss is her name, and she is just a role model to me in her faith and every aspect of life. Um, and I cannot wait to hear what she has to share, and I know that you guys are excited too. Um, so Lauren, welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I am so excited to have you here, and I love you, and you're a sister to me. Um, so yeah, why don't you just share a little bit about yourself and like share a little bit of a snippet of your story. Okay, so first of all, I want to say everything you just said about me, I can say <laughs> the exact same about Miss Campbell Loudon. Um, but yeah, so a little bit about me. Um, I grew up in a Christian home, um, had an amazing family, and I really just lived a really great life and enjoyed, um, you know, the, the life I lived, the church life that I was going through. and. Um, I gave my life to Christ at a very young age, but um, I didn't really understand like the gravity of what Christ did for me right. um, until I got um, quite older. Um, so I kind of went through middle school, high school, and um, really just wanted to be as perfect as possible, like be that like good Christian girl. Yeah. And in reality, like I could not like meet that standard. And another thing that happened was when I was in middle school, I was diagnosed with OCD. Mm-hmm. So that's um, what you call obsessive compulsive disorder and the form of OCD that I had was called scrupulosity okay and so it basically everything that goes on in my head as far as like like when people who have OCD as far as like clean cleanliness like it's like they have to wipe something clean like a certain number of times before it feels right to them and so that was kind of like me except it was like with my spiritual life and so if I feel like I wasn't doing a good enough job or I wasn't praying a certain number of times or um, reading my Bible a certain number of times, then I, you know, was failing God. And, like, my brain would be like, God doesn't love you because you're not doing it correct and right. all this stuff. And I, was, and I was really trapped by that. And so luckily, because my mom is just the most amazing person, mm-hmm. um, fought so hard to find somebody that could really help me through that issue. And um, went to therapy for a really long time and um, was finally able to break through that. And it's still something I always have to, you know, remind myself that right. it's not something that binds me and I have the tools to, you know, take that power back from my brain, which <laughs> yeah. um, held me captive for so long. But um, right. my my brain really just kind of held me to this standard of perfection that I was also trying to meet in high school, even after I had, you know, overcome this mental illness. And I was just, like I said, just trying to meet that perfect standard and I could not reach it to save my life. And um, it really didn't sink in until like my sophomore year, summer of of college that I was like, I cannot do this on my own. I cannot cannot meet these perfect standards, whether they're um, things I hear from other people, from myself, whatever it is, whatever I'm trying to reach, I can't do it on my own. And so um, that's kind of where my story had that turnaround of being like, you know what, I can't do this on my own. God, I need you to help me meet that perfect standard. And that's exactly, you know, the story of the gospel and that he he died the perfect death so that we didn't have to and we didn't have to have that, um, we didn't have to have the perfection. He was that perfection for us. Right. And so, yeah, that's kind of my story. Ah, Gives me chills every time, guys. I wish everyone had a Lauren Bloss in their life because truly it's so special. And also, like, just to see the amount of, 
obedience that Warren has allowed in her life just with her OCD and everything has just been so, so cool. Um, I kind of want to go back to what you said about living that life of like striving for, for perfection. And I feel like I found myself in that area as well. And it's crazy because it's like the more you strive to be perfect, the more that you're going to fail. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think, I think we can both relate to that. Like in high school, I remember when we graduated, we had a bunch of people come up to us and be like, y'all were just always so kind and like good Christian girls. And I was like, I love that people were like, you were such a light and were kind. And I was like, I love that that's what people saw in me. Um, but I didn't want them to just see that that was just me, you know, and, right. and, and you. And, like, that was that was fully God. That right. was, like, being that light in us. Because we can't just find that on our own. Right. We can't simply just have that obedience on our own. We yeah. can't have that discipline on our right. own. Because if we tried, like I used to so much, I would constantly try and fail right. all the time. And it really just never worked until I had a reason for it. And right. it was solely to glorify God right. through my actions, through my words, through, you know, every every step that I take in my life, whether that's right. with boys or at church or in school or right. um, my job, whatever that meant, you know, it, it had to be for a purpose greater than my own, mm-hmm. just trying to, like, be as best as I can be right. on my own because it wasn't going to work. Yeah, I think, too, that in life when we feel like we have to be this certain way to be loved by God or to be seen as good in his eyes it's like the minute that we see that we fail sometimes we fall into this cycle of like well I've already messed up so I'm just gonna keep going and mess up and it's like the cool thing is is that kind of what you're saying like no matter what we do God still loves us and so like someone might be listening to this right now that feels completely broken or like has made so many mistakes is full of of shame whatever that may look like and it it's like let this be a reminder that even when you feel the farthest from God, like he is close to you and like he's near to the brokenhearted and he heals the crushed in spirit. And I think that we forget that sometimes as as Christians or even if you're not a Christian, like and you see and you hear about God, you think, oh, I have to be this certain way to be loved by God. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's so cool because you yeah. don't, you know, yeah. like there, if I, if you had to be loved by God and you had to be perfect, I don't I would not be sitting here right mm-hmm. now because no <laughs> I've made so many mistakes oh, and like sure. it's so cool to look back on our story and see how our story has impacted where we are now and how our past can provide us with that purpose for the future. Oh, um, yeah. And so I think it's so cool that you brought up like striving for perfection and purpose because I was, I've been thinking about this and pondering on this question of, like, what is my purpose? Like, what is our purpose? And so, like, do you, like, what is your, what are your thoughts on that question? I think it's a very broad question, but I think it has a very solid answer, and that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people, you know, think that their purpose in life is to just, like, get through it mm-hmm. and to, you know, make as much money as you can if you know, just try and get by, you know, have a good job, get, you know, a nice car, get a nice house, like all this stuff. Um, but I think all of that, um, means nothing when, when you don't have Jesus. And I think no matter how far you reach, how many, you know, how much money you have, how many cars you get, how many mansions you own, like you're never going to feel satisfied because that satisfaction doesn't come from earthly things. Right. And it reminds me of, I think it was, um, an interview uh, with um, like Sports Center or something, but um, it was Tom Brady, and he, 
had just gotten his like sixth or whatever you know Super Bowl ring and they were like how does it feel to just like have it all you're like the best quarterback in the in the world yeah you have you know this many Super Bowl rings like how does it feel to just like have it all and he's like to be honest I feel like I don't like there's something missing yeah he he basically said he's like no matter how many Super Bowl rings I Mm -hmm. get no matter how you know famous how much money I get how many Mm -hmm. times they keep giving me more and more money every time I play like no matter how many times that occurs I'm still not satisfied right and hearing that from somebody like Tom Brady like who people look up to they're like I want to be like Tom Brady I want to be you know the best quarterback the best whatever Mm. and you know make all this money and but to see someone that seems to have reached the top say that he's not satisfied makes me think well makes me know because I do know Jesus but like I think it really just provides that answer of like yeah that doesn't satisfy the only right. thing that can satisfy is Jesus yeah um so that's something that really stuck out to me is like whenever I hear that I'm yeah. like there's just nothing else mm-hmm. um and kind of going back to like how you said like what is our purpose like okay so if our purpose isn't to you know make money and to be successful and get a bunch of Super Bowl rings <laughs> like what is it yeah. and I think everyone's purpose is different but it has the same end goal Mm -hmm. and it is to be known by Jesus to know Jesus and be fully known by Jesus I love that and I really think that so many people miss it and they think because of their past they think because of the brokenness that they've Mm -hmm. um, encountered whether that's something um, big or small or traumatic like whatever it is I think a lot of people think they're too far gone for God Mm -hmm. Um, but that just I'm like it makes me think is like what sin is so bad that Jesus didn't die for it? Like yeah. he, nothing. nothing is too, too big for it, uh, right. for him because so he, true. he was that ultimate perfection. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, the hard part about when, you, when someone asks like, what's my purpose, they have to break through that boundary of like physical things. Yeah. Like materialistic. Yeah. Things. Like yeah. what, like there's a lot of people hold on to what they've done. Right. And they're not letting that, go behind them yeah but um I think a lot of people think that like God can't use me because of my past because of my brokenness Mm -hmm. um I thought the same thing with like my OCD I was like I had some crazy thoughts in my head of like God doesn't love me I'm this that like I had some insane things go through my brain because of this illness and I was like there's just no way right like God can forgive me for some of those things and I can stand sit here saying Mm -hmm. now like he totally can and I've seen so many people known so many people um, that can fully love God and still have that past and right. use it as an opportunity to yeah. share um, the good news of God. So That is so cool because I love what you said about, like, your past doesn't define you um, and, like, how you were talking about that even though someone may have a really ugly past, it doesn't mean that you have to have an ugly future. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so powerful because God wants to use our past to glorify him in the present and to glorify him in the future. And um, I saw this thing that said, rejoice, remember, and rest in the present rather than fight and be fearful of it. It was something like that, but it was just talking about how God has us in this exact moment for a reason, even if our past looked ugly. And like we still have that opportunity to find our purpose and to rejoice in our purpose even when life is tough and I think something that like I has been on my heart is just like there are there's like our world is so broken right now Mm -hmm. 
it's dark, it's broken, bad things are happening every second. And that is causing a distraction of what God wants to do with us in the present. And Mm -hmm. it's like, someone might be listening to this and like, I needed to hear this too, of like, you may feel so far away from God. You may feel so broken and you might feel like God doesn't love me just like you were saying, or like God is not going to love me because of this or God allowed this bad thing to happen. And I want to remind you that first of all, God withholds nothing good. So he is a good father and he has nothing but good in store for us if we just choose to trust his plan. Um, And I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but it's just like, I just want someone to hear that you are so fully loved by God, even when you feel so broken and even when you feel so far away from him. Because I was that three years ago in college, my freshman year of college, when I was sick and um, like my volleyball life was, was slowly ending, I felt so angry at God and I was so mad because I didn't understand why this was happening. Um, and I had some of the same thoughts of like, God doesn't love me because he allowed me to get Lyme's disease. God, I'm not like one of God's favorites. And it's like, I look back and I'm like, I am thankful for my past, even though I'm ashamed of what all the thoughts I had of how God doesn't love me or how I'm angry at God, or he's a bad God. And it's like, he even used those thoughts and turned them into positives on how we could glorify him. Um, and so I look back and I'm just so thankful for, for those hardships. And I mean, it sounds like you are too, like for your past. Yeah. If, if somebody asked me if I could like take back one thing that like one sin that I committed or anything that's happened, if I could take it back, I'd say nothing just Mm -hmm. because it's, it's given me lessons. It's provided me wisdom. It's allowed me not to repeat what Mm -hmm. I've done, but it's also allowed me an opportunity to share it with somebody who may be going through that exact same time. I love that. Um, I saw something that said your past and brokenness might be someone like the answer to someone's prayer to mm -hmm. hear because they might be going through the same thing about to make some decision Mm -hmm. that's not benefiting them and it could save them. And I think that that's so powerful too, is because like you can use your story to, to impact someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of, uh, it's in Mark chapter two. Um, it's, um, verses one through 12. Yeah. And it, um, basically to summarize the story, it's when, um, Jesus is in a building and I, I believe he's preaching is okay. from what I can, I haven't read in a while, but, um, we have, there's these, uh, men and they have their friend who's paralyzed and mm-hmm. he's on, on a bed. Like he has no mobility and they cut a hole in the roof, like have all this motivation. They're like, this guy needs Jesus <laughs> right now. And so in his brokenness, literally on the bed, they lower him down mm-hmm. into the room where Jesus is right in front of him. And they're they're just calling like lord please save him right and um he you know jesus heals him yeah um you know i i encourage everyone listening to go read the whole story Mm -hmm. um because there's so many amazing points that i can't um without like can't say without going into every single detail but um basically you know jesus heals him and he says pick up your bed and walk Mm -hmm. and i always was so confused about that and um my college pastor um shout out Travis Bailey. Um, he was talking about this story and it really finally clicked to me. Like, why did he say, pick up your bed and walk free? You know, like, why did he say that? Like, why didn't he just be like, 
walk and leave the bed. But he said, pick up the bed. And the bed was what was holding that paralytic down, was was keeping him broken because that was what was just binding him to his past. Yeah. Yeah. And God didn't say, like, leave your bed, Mm. forget about it. He said, take up your bed and use that as a way to share what I've done and the the forgiveness that I give you and the the pursuit that I've had on your heart and your your life yeah um and so I I really love that Mm. I finally was able to understand like what what did he mean by pick up your bed and it's like our bed can be as you know it can be whatever it's you know whatever we've gone through in life whatever our past looks like no matter how broken no matter how much it binded us no matter how Mm. long it binded us like that guy was probably paralyzed from you know, he, since he was a child, you know, right. we don't know that, but it doesn't matter, you know, mm-hmm. how long, like our, our bed is, is given to us by mm-hmm. God. And he says, take it with you and mm-hmm. use it as an opportunity to share my story and my mm-hmm. glory and like glorify my name. Oh, gosh, Lauren, I love, I love, I love that. And I love just like your joy when you talk about that. It's just, that is such a good reminder of like picking up your past and walking forward. You're right, because that man was binded to his bed because he was paralyzed, mm-hmm. and Jesus healed him. And like that is a reminder to me that God can heal even the the most broken. Oh yeah, and I think too, like um, when I think of like the binding, like I was like, what what does binding mean? Like, and I think a lot of people, the sin that that was holding them down right. was something that they relied on. Like that man relied on the bed, on the bed, so true, and. Um, you know, he relied on the bed, like for some, it could be alcohol. They rely on alcohol for some, it could be relationships and, um, you know, drugs, like whatever, it can be something as big or small, um, as you want, but it, it binds you and you rely on that bed and becomes like an idol almost. Yeah. But that, that man no longer had to use that bed Mm -hmm. as, you know, something to help him walk because he fully could walk with Jesus and Mm -hmm. he had that reliance on Jesus and that's what changed his whole life around. Um, and so I think like when you have that, like your, your bed is something that binds you, like as you're carrying it, it's also something that you used to rely on and you no longer have to rely on it. I love it. Oh, I love that so much. It's so true. Like in our worst sin and our worst brokenness, like we don't have to be chained down from that Mm -hmm. anymore because through Jesus, we are free. And if you don't know Jesus listening to this and you are feeling like you're chained down or binded to your bed, whatever that may be, you don't have to be. Mm-hmm. And that is such a cool thing. And like, I just, ah, gosh, I just, I love that story. That's just yeah. awesome. And I think that it's so important for people to be reminded that you don't have to lay in the bed forever. Mm-mm. You don't got to lay in the bed Mm-mm. forever. You can get up and you can walk and you can be free. I know. And it's, it's so, awesome. so awesome. But, um, Last thing, just to like wrap it up, is what is one thing, one piece of advice that you would give someone listening to this? Oh, gosh. I, that's a big question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't even tell you about this before. <laughs> um, I think something that I wish I had known was that there is, um, it doesn't matter where you come from, like who you are. Um, I was reading First Corinthians um, 7, and I believe it was verse other oh, it is verse 17 and it was let each one live his life in the situation the lord assigned when god called him mm-hmm. um, and i think a lot of people think they have to fix themselves up in order to be able to share the truth mm-hmm. and like what god has done for them and have to um be as holy as possible and that was something for me like yeah. um i my brother um 
he when he graduated um, college he had this huge um, life turnaround and God just really worked in his life and he went into full-time ministry he was a sports management major Mm -hmm. at Texas Tech like played tennis totally dropped everything and went into the ministry because that's what God called him to do yeah and I was very like conflicted I was like like I'm I've got is aligned a lot of things to be where I'm at and to be doing some amazing things in my life um but am I just supposed to drop like why like like should I just be changing it and right I think it says right here is like where God has assigned you like like that's where your your mission field right. is and um I think every someone said like you have an equal opportunity whether you're like a monk or <laughs> like just like working so, at a grocery store like you right. have an equal opportunity as anybody to right. share the good news of God I love that and so I think my my wrap above advice would be because I kind of went off on a tangent. No, you're good. My advice would be don't let um, where you're at not allow you to share the gospel I because that. I think um, for me, for so long, I was just looking towards the future. Right. Um, for those the of you. The big thing. Mm-hmm. The next big thing. Yeah. And for those who don't know me, I work with horses. Like, yeah. that's that's my She's thing. A stud. <laughs> Definitely not. But um, I've had this passion since I was a kid. And I'm like, right. what the heck does God want me to do with horses? Like, yeah. I go in, I'm in college right now to study horses and to learn how to train them and to breed them mm-hmm. and all, all sorts of things. Go into the production of it. And I find myself like sitting, I'm like, what, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to relate that to God? Right. And I think it says right here is like, God can use me just right. as much as he can on, you know, in, in a big stage church as he can at a horse farm, you know? And so, um, I, I think that. don't underestimate where you're at and, um, don't try and fix yourself up because mm-hmm. that's, that's God's job. And, um, he's clearly done that so beautifully. And so I just think that we should use every opportunity, every every part of our life, whether that's our past or present or our future, to to glorify Him and to to spread His goodness. So good, so good. This has been so much fun. Um, I always like to leave the podcast with a little bit of encouragement, and I just wanted to say that thank you if you've listened this far. What a joy it is to have Lauren on here, and um, what a blessing that she's been to me. Oh my goodness, but. I just want to remind you that if you're listening to this and you feel like it's the end, it is not. And like, you can keep going. You can find your light in Jesus. Um, Whether you know him very well and still want to know him, whether you have known him and he's not on your top favorite list right now, or you don't know him at all. I want this to be a reminder that you can change your trajectory. Um, You can you can get through whatever you're going through right now and your bed, whatever that may be, pick it up and start moving forward and don't let it bind you anymore. Don't let it chain you. Um, Don't let your brokenness define you because it's not the definition of who you are. Who you are is found in the greatest name of all and that's Jesus. And if you don't know him and want to know more, please reach out and Lauren and I would love to talk to you about him. Um, And also just know that you're loved and that you can get through whatever you're going through right now um and that you are fearfully and wonderfully made in christ and to know him is just to love him and so today do something that makes you smile tell someone you love them life is way too short to hold anything back um 
and pick up your bed and keep moving forward. Thank you guys so much for listening. Lauren, thank you so much for coming. Thanks this for was, having me. This is awesome. I'm so glad um, I got to see you. I know. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening to I Say Rejoice, and we'll be back soon.